Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Two Weird Hungry Girls podcast. I'm Phoebe. And I'm Tracy. Hey. Hi. And we're here to talk about beer. Beer. Whiskey? Maybe. Bourbon? Yes. Beef? Yeah. Chicken? Oh, God. Parsley? And lemon. Okay. <laughs> Go back to the beer part. I know, right? Because <laughs> it looks like it. a buffet of beer on the table. I love it. Because we have a very special guest. <laughs> I think you're one of our most popular guests. I was going to really? say, if I you know, so. if we're if we're talking <laughs> beer, you may have guessed who we have. I'm blushing. <laughs> Kevin Bennett, new dad. Well, new new dad of twins. Yes. Because we spoke to you before. Yeah. Yes, before. Yeah, before the girls came. So mm-hmm. he's like, hey, I will definitely show up tonight. <laughs> uh, when you sent out the request to come again, I, I definitely jumped on it as well. <laughs> <laughs> couple so, hours out of the house. It's great right yes, now. Yes, you're like, I get to stop and pick up some local brews <laughs> mm-hmm. and come hang out. But we also have another guest. It's like bonus night for it beer, is. beef, bourbon. We have Todd of D&H. D&H, which, you know, if you're in the know, is Dundor and Hey, guys. Yeah. Yes. Hi. <laughs> to be here. So it's like perfect. Um, it's perfect weather to think about. Um, like, it, we're off the lager. And we're off like the special line and Kugel, I don't know, lemony. Oh, beers, right. right. The shandy. And no yeah, shandies. And no, no shandies. No, uh, what was it? Saison's. Oh, yeah. No. N- n- uh, well, Saison's have I'm their place in, in, in this season. Okay. Um, I, as we get to talking about the actual dishes here, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk about really where pairing, and especially beer pairing, when, when you look at the dish itself, that really what drives the beer. Because I even think an IPA in the winter is okay as long as the dish supports the beer. So that's really where it comes from. Mm-hmm. So there are seasonal beers, and all of these are going to be very fall seasonal beers. Okay, good. Because this, this episode kind of pairs well with the episode that we did with Todd about the grilling, mm-hmm. and braising, the braising, and the, mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. slow cooking, and the grilling, <laughs> right? And, and the, the meat. beef. <laughs> and the chicken. <laughs> The beef, the chicken. Yes. I think we mentioned pork at some pork. point. Oh, yeah, pork. But yeah, we pork. did talk about pork mm-hmm. right. and rubs. Rubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rubs. So this, this, this episode pairs with it. So the, the recipes that we linked in that episode, um, I'll link, of course, in this one, too. Um, so you know what we're talking about with these different recipes. So yeah. Kevin had them. So, so I, I, uh, uh, Todd had sent me the links, and I, uh, I have not made them. So I, I, it's a little bit of a blind kind of a pairing here, but taking a look at the actual ingredients, um, when I go to pair a, a beer or a whiskey or a wine um, with a food, I think there's really two approaches to it. Uh, one can be a, uh, a contrast pairing, where you're actually pairing a beer that contrasts with the food, but in a way makes it enhanced. Or you're doing one that, that enhances the food and goes along with the same flavors. Mm. So a lot of times you can cook with a beer, and then you can also pair that beer with the meal. So huh. it's the same beer, it's the same mm-hmm. flavors, but it still enhances it. On the other hand, you can take something that's totally off the wall. If you have something really umami, really deep red meat, and throw something really acidic at it, it can really kind of enhance it as well, because now you're getting a totally different flavor. Mm-hmm. So with the dishes that uh, Todd had sent me, I kind of picked out two beers um, for each one, one more of a comparing uh, and one more of a contrast. Oh, I love that. So, I know. That's so exciting. Okay, great. I think I, I didn't know that when you're pairing um, beers with with dishes. It's really anything. I mean, uh, wine, whiskey, beer. Um, it's just knowing what each product 
brings to the table. Um, and, and, and I won't lie, there's one beer up here I haven't had before, but it is in the right wheelhouse of the style, so we'll, we'll hope it works. We trust <laughs> you. Yes, we do. We really do. So we're going to start with the first one, which is the spicy grilled chicken with a lemon and parsley. So this is the chicken that you suggest. How do you describe it? That, that's uh, Spatchcocking. Yes. Yes. And this was a dry Laying rub. flat on the, on the grill. Okay, right. this one's going to be a dry rub. Right. Um, and it looks like it's got the black pepper. Cayenne. And the paprika. Paprika, right? great. So okay. savory. And, yeah. mm-hmm. and I loved all the ingredients in this. And, and uh, what I like is I love to cook. So I saw these and immediately thought, all right, I'm making all of them at uh-huh. some point. Uh, and, and when I saw the ingredients in this, I saw smoked paprika okay. stuck out in my head. Um, the lemon stuck out because that's very uh, uh, citrusy and acidic. Um, and the, the cayenne pepper. So okay. for me, right there, you have something extremely spicy, something very flavorful already. And now that you're grilling it, you're also going to get a char on it. So you're going to get some toasty notes to it, some some uh, blackened quality to it. And, and that smoked paprika is going to give it that hint of smokiness. So for me, to, to pair that, I kind of went on the opposite ends of the spectrum. What's kind of bland, crisp, and clean, oh. and that's why I have the uh, Prima Pills from okay. Victory, and that would be the the light one here. It looks like a lager. It, it it's it's lagered. So there's two ways of making beer. There's ales and lagers. Lagering is is slowly fermenting uh, at colder temperatures over a longer period of time. It gives you a cleaner, crisper taste. Now there's going to be a little bit of spice in this, but it's going to be very simple and clean. And I feel like that will be almost refreshing compared to that real heavy spiced chicken. Do you really like this one because it has that like uh, lemony flavor, grapefruity? Yeah, it's, it's, but it's such a light flavor. It's it not very, um, yeah, it's very clean. It's and, not heavy. And it, it's, it's one of my absolute favorite pilsners. And as we know, this time of year, German beers reign supreme through from September through December, November, or January. Those Marzins and Oktoberfests and lagers and Pilsners, they're all German styles, but a lot of local companies like Victory mm-hmm. make some incredible products. And this is absolutely one of my favorite Pilsners. It has like, is that a little, is that a hop on the top mm-hmm. on the label? Yes. Because to me, it still tastes hoppy. It, it is. Taste I can see that you might think it, okay. yeah, because you don't like that. But it doesn't hoppiness. taste hoppy to you guys? Not so much. I think it's somewhat of a clean finish to it. it it's a know? clean. I get the hop, but yeah, I think there. that hop with the citrus would go mm-hmm. really nice. Yeah, there again, mm-hmm. it's the pairing of the beer exactly. with the food. Like That's I should have brought a chicken this week. Right? Uh, I know. Okay. I'm we could have done it at my grill. The next time we do this, we're going to need the whole setup. <laughs> right? Need the sizzle. I mean, using my imagination uh-huh. <laughs> when you talk about you know when you were ta- describing the chicken, what it would be like on the grill and all that stuff. I'm like, oh, that sounds good. And then you try it with that, and it, I, I can really, I can really kind of. Imagine that. There's also kind of a gamey quality to chicken, especially good local chicken rum that you guys supply. It it tastes like chicken. So you have that gaminess, too, that I think really that fat kind of pairs well with a pilsner. Right, and a a, a pastured bird is going to taste... Tastes more uh, in terms of the land, and so you're going to have that gaminess that you Yeah, you're going to have that grassy, beautiful... Game bird. I just so, made Todd right. do a show. So, yes. wow. <laughs> this is like college. <laughs> peer pressure. There's a lot right. of beer. Yeah, we got it. Yeah. I, I we have a lot was, to go through. Okay. Right that one was kind of the contrast. That right. was, okay. you know, I can see that. Okay. It goes well because it isn't exactly like the meal. It, it complements it, okay. but it's different. Uh, for me, this one should uh, be a little bit closer to that gamey quality of a bird. It's not going to have as much spice on it. It's still going to be pretty neutral. And this is Lancaster Oktoberfest. 
But like those, uh, you know, fall autumn beers, it's going to be like a marzen, a little deeper, a little amber, definitely some toasted notes. So that grill char on it should kind of come through in the beer as well. So this mm-hmm. should complement that that grilling technique. Mm-hmm. Should. Right. This one's so different from the first one. Yeah, you Did get you a, little like more, a little more caramelized. A little more sugar. Yeah, a little mm-hmm. caramel. Yeah. yeah, a little. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and the sugar should go with that spice, kind of complement it. Um, it like I said, for me, this almost tastes like in a way, kind of like a, a chicken stock with mm-hmm. hops and sugar right. in it. It's not as a, what's that mm-hmm. word, like not, what's I, that? Yeah. I want to say um, tangy, tangy or mm-hmm. something as the as the pills is a little smoother and mm-hmm. fuller. I think you have to try to imagine the decadent taste of the crisp of the, you know, the char from mm-hmm. the grill. You know, These guys and are making me hungry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm getting hungry. Very descriptive. <laughs> yeah, so, so this one, one, I mean, it's very simple. It's very clean, but I think that one's more of a... a a closer comparison like to, to the recipe as opposed to a contrast. Mm-hmm. And to me, that is just, it's so simple and clean and easy to drink as well that it just, that, that recipe kind of, to me, goes perfect. Great so you said this time of year, um, between pretty much sem- September to January, Oktoberfests and German beers are the king of beers. Yeah. What's the style of, like, this is the Lancaster Brewing Company Oktoberfest. What is that style? What is an Oktoberfest style beer? An Oktoberfest is always a lager. And it's kind of one of those uh, broad statements. It's mm-hmm. always going to be lagered. Um, I don't think it's ever an ale. Usually uh, with oat and, and rye bases uh, most of the time. But everyone has their own different take on it. Okay. It's always going to be a little maltier. Anywhere from amber to... Deep dark color. You gotta excuse me. I'm drinking beer too quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, it's always going to be very similar. That Marzen-ish style beer, uh, uh, always with maybe a hint of like a brown sugar feel to it. Okay. But very clean, crisp, and and the whole idea of Oktoberfest beers are they're supposed to be warming because it's getting colder, and they're supposed to be easy to drink. That's why oh. they're lagered. So that's why you see people in Germany at Oktoberfest with huge steins of beer, and they can drink it because it's it's easy to drink. Okay. So this is a beer that you would take down to your grill ton. I know in your episode we talked about um, you usually have like something in a cup that you're right. taking to grill. This is this perfect. A, this is a perfect. It's, that'll keep you occupied while the the meat's grilling. Yeah. You know, that can you know ten minutes and mm-hmm. make the time go by. Easy. Easy. Okay. Yes, you can time Crisp travel air. with this beer. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Okay, so the next recipe was the stout braised short ribs. Yeah, and this one actually kind of—I uh, love short ribs. Um, they're one of my absolute favorite things to braise. I, I love the meaty, uh, and and I used it earlier, but the the word umami—it mm-hmm. it tastes like that deep mushroom, deep beef flavor. And when you start adding in a stout, you're just intensifying that. Um, it's just an incredible dish. So for this one, uh, uh, what was surprised me actually was the first one we looked at. There was that smoked paprika, and to me, I don't. I never actually. I have a smoker, but I rarely actually smoke my short ribs before I braise them. But to me, immediately I thought, "Ooh, smoke! That would be a good contrast to this because I feel like smoke and short ribs go together." Even though I rarely actually do it, but I just felt right and that's why i picked the rock beer okay which is a traditional german style beer a lot of people call it bacon beer yeah i can see that yeah bacon 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 beer it tastes like bacon so they have their purity laws in germany so this one's going to be you know just malt hops water yeast uh but what they do to get an an interesting flavor is they beechwood smoke 
some of their malts, and you're going to get this huge smoke flavor, which I think with that real deep umami beef uh, uh, short rib would be a real cool contrast. So would you cook with, okay, because the recipe calls for two cups of stout, so you're I would still cook with the stout. Because you you're, getting, oh, right. you're getting with that the, okay. yeah. flavor with the stout. Okay, so right. cook Maybe. with the stout, serve the smoked. Yes. Okay. Right, so some of these things will be that you're cooking with it, meaning literally right. the, the meat is cooking in it versus what you're going to pair with it as you have your dinner. Wow. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah can... this gets even more complex. Mm-hmm. Well, that's perfect. I can right. see why they call it a bacon beer. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That's, that's a really it's unique crazy. flavor. It has like now, a very yeah. bacony, smoky yeah. Smelly you brought smell. What was it? A sour beer. Do you remember the sour beer? Yeah, no, the I'm sour talking beer. Over you. That's no. I'm. <laughs> did we have sour? Do you oh, remember? Yes, we I had do remember sour the beer, sour beer. And yeah, that was like such like the, a particular so sour. <laughs> it was that yeah, flavor? It was. This is like very. It has a very particular flavor. You can't get. This around is it. very unique, and this is why this beer in particular <laughs> is not really a sit down and drink beer. No, it is How more of a like paired with food not. beer. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Okay, wait a minute. So you don't, you don't like that one, <laughs> or or it's a sitting by the campfire beer because yeah. I feel like if you're you're smelling in you that might campfire as well smoke. drink this because you're gonna just oh, okay. Hey, wait, sorry. so if you were gonna cook with this <laughs> right. beer, your breath might smell like bacon though. Yeah. That's uh, yes. afterwards. It's, uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> if you were gonna cook with this beer, what would you do with this one? I know it's not in the recipes, but I'm curious with this flavor. I think any meat really lends itself. Uh, a pork would be good Can in you this. Smoke to it. Okay, right. the so smoke it's an is pretty way pronounced. To add smoke, yeah. right? Flavor. Yeah, okay. uh, I think it would be one of those things where we should just, let's get together after the show. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we'll go to the shop and cook up some meat. Let's try it out. I okay. have an idea yeah, yeah. for it. Like, mm-hmm. you know how sometimes you'll put beer in chili? Yes. I could yeah. see this oh, as yeah. a that beer be in very chili, okay. but that's about as far as I think. Yeah, a lot of people put beer in uh, in their chili. I mean, that's mm-hmm. pretty big. Yeah, I use beer in my chili all the time. Yeah, that would be a good one. I haven't actually used this one, so now you might have uh, sparked an idea. Put your bork over at uh, D&H. Sorry. So that would would be a very very contrasting beer for for the the short ribs (laughs) because it it has that beefy flavor and all those. I think kind of once you you start braising, you're going to get some sweet flavors from the beer kind of cooking down. Mm -hmm. This is that stark contrast. This one wasn't local, right? This This one's from Germany. That and one is from Germany because I could not get, a, get a cold local beer. Um, I would recommend Straw Porter. Okay. Mm-hmm. They don't actually advertise that it's smoky, okay. but it's one of the tasting notes that you always see when people describe it is that it's a nice smoke porter. Okay, so the Straub Porter, porter. for local. And it's got a great price point. It's oh, okay. cheap. <laughs> so <laughs> anyone out Affordable. there on a budget? But it's good, so we can't say cheap. Affordable. We'll just say... Yes, it's it is affordable. affordable. It's, it's, like, it's economical, <laughs> and, and, and I think it's underpriced for for the beer that it is. I think they do a really good job. It's it's micro brewed very well, even though it's probably a mass producer making it, and it's it's a good beer. So okay. to to the other side of things, I always said that you could pair the beer that you cook with with the uh, the dish itself. Uh, I tried to get uh, Victory Storm King because I think that's a great one to oh, cook with because okay. it's got a real uh, heavy uh, sugar kind of content to it. So that goes really well with short ribs. But I did find uh, Trogue's Java Head, which is another perfect beer to cook with because it has that coffee in it too. So coffee, chocolate, mm. toasted, mm-hmm. short ribs, they're all kind of that, like I said, umami flavor. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's, it's just going to concentrate it. So the coffee okay. in this would go really well. But you're not going to probably taste the coffee in the short ribs, which is why pairing this beer with it is going to be interesting mm. because you should get the coffee as you're eating. Oh, yeah. Yep. 
I could easily do this one. Did you yeah, try this, this one? one? Is, this one is much nicer. I like. That one right there. Mm-hmm. I like it. This so that was a nice beef short rib. Mm-hmm. I think it, it would just it would complement it instead of contrast mm-hmm. it. Yeah, and, I, and you're talking about with the short rib, we're just having some onions, carrots, right? And Something so simple, yeah. That's gonna that along with the beer is gonna add to the unami fa- flavor. Right? I mean, that's it, it's it, gonna that's a whole idea with having those vegetables in there. I mean, that's oh, the absolutely. I think after celery. a meal, if you had this pairing with that short rib and those kind of vegetables, you're gonna fall asleep in about ten minutes after <laughs> you trip to fan, right? Yeah, but you'll, oh. you'll feel happy, but you'll be you'll be heavy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you want to make sure the kids get a double serving. Yes. yes. Okay. Especially <laughs> if, I could, the if, I, if I could get them to eat it. <laughs> Although that, that one, I think they would. Yeah, you probably could if you served it with like a side of mashed potatoes. Don't kids like mashed potatoes? Mine don't. No. Mac and cheese? Mine don't. Yes, oh. mac and cheese. Yeah. French fries. But my, fries. My, my oldest does love anything as long as I call it barbecue. It oh. could be a braise. It could be grilled. As long as I say the word barbecue, mm-hmm. he's all about it. Well, there you go. Even though it's technically not barbecue. I'm like, hey, we're having barbecue tonight. All <laughs> <Yeah>. right, Dad. <laughs> All the things you do to trick your kids. So this, the Java Head is Trogues. So a Trogues stout brewed with coffee. Beans. Yes, and, okay. and that's a local brewery. They're actually out of Hershey. Okay. I don't think I've brought them in before, though. I know I I've, know I've brought in. Hmm. I think these might all be new. I, I'm not sure I, I brought in any I Lancaster don't know. or Victory. We'll have to go and look at old photos. Uh, That's what yeah. happens at the well, end Lancaster's of the Lancaster's great because Lancaster's so close. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you want an alternative to Lancaster's Oktoberfest, Stouts has a really good Oktoberfest, oh, yeah, too. And they they're do. even closer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I tried that. to get that one instead of this one, and they didn't have that cold either. But oh. I figured they're pretty comparable. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very good. Okay. So we've got the Victory... Pills, Lancaster Oktoberfest for the first recipe um, with the lemon, Java Head from Trogues, and then the Straub you prefer, the Porter. I always prefer to braised. buy local, mm-hmm. but when you can't, you know, yeah. th- these are, you know, some other great products. Mm-hmm. And I, this is this one, I mean, I, I, I can't pronounce it. Maybe you guys can try. No. It's mm-hmm. something, 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 rock beer. Uh, it's a yellow arsenic. label with no. some red writing on it. And at the top, it says smoked beer. Uh, if you go into, uh, oh. it looks fair. If you go into German. Mary's, they, they'll have it. Mm-hmm. We, okay. we, we need to yes, no. steam on to the next one. Yeah, so <laughs> the last recipe we've got is the cider brined pork chops with apple sauerkraut. Oh, my yes. goodness. Yes. No, so no. Uh, it was interesting when I was looking at the recipes, uh, there was this push for something gluten free, and that's why you did with the hard cider, which is right. a really cool. I'm, I actually don't eat. Plus apples. You know, Plus apples, in, yeah. Perfect seasonal, seasonal and huge in this area. I, I try to avoid gluten very often. I still drink beer because I have my vices. But I was like, well, that would be very cool, I think, to do some kind of a whiskey um, to go with it. Mm. Now, for me, I, I took a look at the recipe, and one of the striking ingredients to me was the caraway. And I immediately right. thought rye bread because mm-hmm. that caraway seed is going to give oh. it a little bit of a rye bread so, feel. Yeah, it's one of the ingredients in there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to me, immediately I went rye whiskey. Some kind of rye whiskey in this would be, I think, a perfect pairing. He has to finish his cup, so we have to like put Great put color. Kevin on pause. Okay, chug it. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the um, what? What is this called? I don't have any like water or ice to dilute it, so it's just. I don't so have my coffee one? cup either. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think this could be drank straight. Um, mm-hmm. 
I think a couple drops of water or some ice uh, would be really nice. But I really think the idea of having a rye whiskey with this particular dish would just pair really nicely. Because you don't have yeah. you could have a glass of water as you're eating your meal, but sure. take sips to kind of enhance the the eating experience. I can see that. And this can you one see that, is, Phoebe? I could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of just waiting until after dinner, why do you want to wait? And like there's for kind an after of dinner mm-hmm. cocktail. notes of cinnamon in there, mm-hmm. vanilla, yeah. which I think the apples were delicious. Yeah. Just, just. Yeah, this is. I haven't actually had this one yet, you so haven't? I'm glad you brought it oh, in. Okay, good. Just thinking about what would pair well. Mm-hmm. Now tasting it, I think this would be fantastic with yes. that dish. So this one's from Tuthill Town Spirits, and we found this one on a trip up to the what's up in New York. Lots of things. Why would we go up there? I don't know. We went up for a weekend in January, but they, we instead of going to the wineries, we went to the distilleries. Mm-hmm. That's what and I would have done. Yes, all right. Absolutely. So we found this one. This one's called Hudson Maple Cask Rye Whiskey, and they do a lot of their um, whiskeys in small barrels versus big barrels. Um, so this one's the maple cask. They use the maple, literally the maple cask to prepare. Which this probably. One. Lends Lens. itself to the whiskey to to pair with the apples and the the pork. Was, yeah, Do you all kind of goes like, together. You, Phoebe, like uh, uh, you're the cook cookie person, cook ing person. Not, Not the cookie person, but you like this I is making cookies. me think of you know like a what could you do with this and apples? Could you make? Some kind of apple something with this well with first, this whiskey and then make like a whipped cream <laughs> with the whiskey in it like a, like a would I that just be did good? A, you know what mm. I have a recipe up that has a whiskey glaze on an apple oh, cake whiskey glaze. and it's like a bun style cake mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. a whiskey glaze on top of the bun style cake which is really perfect but I mean ideally I would say just make applesauce and drink the whiskey <laughs> <laughs> well, it works I think it's that's like, why would idea. you want to put it in the, <laughs> why <laughs> no this is special you, you don't want no it. it's very good mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Good pairings. Yeah. Thank you. In my imagination. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to try and find a, a way to actually have food next time. Yeah, I know. We should do that. Can we? We should. Maybe. How? I don't know. We'll, we'll make it happen. DNH, make it happen. Yes. The whole point is we want to get people out there and start trying. Yes. Open up a bottle of beer, get cooking. That's the point. Yeah, experiment. Right. You can't experiment. really go Flavors. too wrong, right? I mean, use these um, basic rules as a guideline, right? Mm-hmm. When you go into Dunder and, or I should say, when you go into D&H. DNA. Call Dunder and I. Sorry, it's not, <laughs> I, just, right. I had to correct myself. When you go into D&H, <laughs> you, you can ask. Ask, um, ask what kind of meat. I'm getting this kind of meat. I want to try this flavor and get Advice. inspiration. Advice, right. Yes. But just go try it. That's the point is... Go out there, make food, you know, cook for yourself. Don't mm-hmm. go out and buy processed food. Do it locally. Yes. I, I would say make mistakes. Make mistakes. Yeah. yeah but right. you still get the flavors right. The yeah. point is that you're the pride of doing it yourself and sitting down with your family. That's the point. Mm-hmm. Slowing down. Because when you hit that one meal that just all the notes sound off, you, it, it, you'll, you'll never stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you have a favorite dish that you do in the fall and winter, Kevin, with the beers? Uh, I, I mean, we know chili, I think, is great. That's a good mm-hmm. one. I would say thing. I make a lot of chili in the winter. Mm-hmm. Um, one dish that my wife absolutely loves, it doesn't really have beer in it, but we drink the Oktoberfest with it, is a coconut-braised um, pork. I just use coconut milk, a little bit of coffee, and I braise the pork in it all day, and then I shred it, and then I make a gravy from the coconut milk. Mm-hmm. And it's it's wonderful with a sounds stout awesome. because I the coffee never and the, of that. the I never gravy. would have thought of that. that I've actually amazing. turned it into a ravioli too, where 
at that point, I think my wife was going to kill me. She's like, this is the best thing I've ever tasted. And Uh-oh. now she requests it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> it took hours. <laughs> well, you opened that can of worms. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> but like I said, the coffee with the coconut yeah, and a stout is like this great, heavy, uh, what do you call it? Like that home style meal. Mm, mm-hmm. Sounds sounds good. Perfect. How can people find you, Kevin? Uh, you can go on to Facebook, uh, Local Buzz Consulting. Uh, the page may look like it hasn't done anything, but I have had twins. So <laughs> <laughs> there's a reason that it's been, you know, the twins are mute for about six months. Facebook page, so. uh, we, I will be getting things back out there again. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that's one way. And then um, Kutztown Brew Crew. Uh, that's the homebrew club that I'm uh, still sort of in charge of. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're a great reference for all things beer, especially if you have any question about making beer or just a question about you know, pairing, drinking, whatever. Uh, it's a really good resource. But if you're having a special event, like a wedding party, and you need someone who's going to do pairings, that's what that, Kevin does. Yeah, go to Local Buzz Consulting mm-hmm. on Facebook. That's, that's probably the easiest place to get a hold yes. of me these okay. days. Fair. So <laughs> that's how we'll find you. So thanks so much for joining us, Kevin. Yes. Well, it's thank always you a for pleasure. Having me. Always, yeah. Thanks for visiting, Todd. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Todd. This was a lot of fun. It was. Okay, people. Now I'm hungry. Go make a mess in the kitchen. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Two Weird Hungry Girls podcast. We record at the studios of the People Chronicles here at 505 Penn Street in downtown Reading, Pennsylvania. So thanks for tuning in. And I want to make sure that you know, you can find us in iTunes. You can find us at thepeoplechronicles.com that lists all of the podcast episodes and my Pure Food for Thought show. So you can subscribe there. And you can find me at phoebespurefood.com for some wonderful seasonal wholesome recipes and for local destinations. I really appreciate you tuning in and subscribing. We would love to hear your feedback. So be sure to leave feedback at iTunes. It makes all of this possible. And um, we really appreciate your feedback. Let us know what you think of the show. Thanks for tuning in, guys.